Good afternoon and welcome to We're Gaming Weekly, where we're going to do nothing but talk about how awesome that PlayStation 5 event was. So if we haven't already outed ourselves as, uh, as they say, Sony ponies, then well, get over it, because uh, that's what we're going to do. Um, we're probably going to skip the what we've been playing, because this is just too Yeah, important. there's too much to talk about. By the way, my name is Nick, <laughs> and across the world from me, three hours ahead of time, almost ready for bed, is my brother Josh. Say it's only hi, 7 Josh. o'clock. Hi, Josh. I'm not ready for bed yet. (laughs) (laughs) So, a question for you, Josh. And this can be a part of the show. We don't have to worry about editing it out. But do you want to hear the predictions before we talk about what happened today? Or do you want to hear them after? Or do you want to do kind of like a during thing where if it's mentioned, we can be like, oh, that's what I said. No, I think it would be a good thing to recap our predictions and then... Hit them as we go so we can tally up the points. Do you have a, you know, a way to tally it up since I've got no room? Uh, yeah, I will okay. take care of that. Um, so, Josh, why don't you go ahead and tell us while I am making sure I have that ready uh, what your predictions were. So, granted, so so let's take into account we predicted this almost two weeks ago when before the original PS5 event was delayed. Right. Um, so, not, not that it makes it any less worth it because the same information was released but just so like it's had some time to marinate is all i gotta say so go ahead and tell us what your predictions were while i find a pad okay paper. so uh my predictions uh for the ps5 event was uh horizon zero dawn 2 or the sequel rather uh and sap insomniac would be there and they would show either ratchet or ratchet and clank and or resistance uh, Housemark game was going to be there, uh, and the bonus prediction on that was that they would be joining Worldwide Studios, or Sony would purchase them uh, and bring them in-house. And then uh, the final prediction was we'd see a new Naughty Dog IP. And so, on my end of that, uh, I predicted that um, that either... Insomniac or Gorilla will be there to premiere a first-person shooter game, but neither of them will reveal Spider-Man 2 or Horizon sequel, Horizon Mm -hmm. 2. Um, I also predicted that Sony will partner up with uh, Square Enix to reveal a game. I also, I can't remember if I did this in the show or um, after the fact, that... um, there would be, it would be a Final Fantasy game. And then the last prediction, which was just kind of a goofy one, uh, was that um, none of these things would happen and we'd be very disappointed. Yeah. So I just realized that my headset isn't plugged in. Uh, so I'm going to plug that in real quick so you don't hear my emails as sure. they come in. Um, All right. So I so, think those are very fair predictions. They were, you know, some of the ones were pretty obvious uh but i think some of them were you know it could have been anything and so i I thought they were they these were very well thought out i thought yeah um give me just one second i want to well you don't have to give me a second what i really want to do is like so how was the point system looking how are we gonna decide is this gonna be like so so if you look at mine i won't reveal what the answer is but i i said that um, right, I gotta pull it up because I want to make sure my verbiage was correct. 
So uh, I'm looking at I'm I'm looking at the tweet right now. So you said, according okay, to your okay. tweet, you said Gorilla or Insomniac will announce an FBS, but neither will announce Spider-Man or Horizon 2. So that to me says that no points. Well, well, we don't yeah. have to talk about if but we got th- points, but, but one of those things would have to occur for you to get a point. Um, so, I would. So, so what I said was gr- that one of them will no, be there. Wh- I didn't say they both. You will said be there. one of. You said both. Either one of them would be there to announce an FPS. Is what you said. But neither of them would um, announce a sequel to their big, big game. So if if those things became true, I feel like I would get a point for. Let's just say if one of the if if Gorilla showed up with a FPS um, FPS to announce that um, I would get a point for Gorilla being there and a point for no I would only get one point because I grouped it all together so I'd only get one point that is Gorilla premiered an FPS right now if now let's say Gorilla and Insomniac came and develop and announced an FPS would I still only get one point I think if this one we should have said that done this during the time yeah but we should have. If uh, both of those things happened, I think that would be a point each. Okay, that's um, fair. And so, and so, so that was that I, was prediction. I like I should have done a better job prediction at prediction like, number artic- one. Uh, number two was yeah. Square Enix will partner with Sony to announce a game. In parentheses, you had Final Fantasy sixteen, which to me means. <clears throat> It's like an extra is it point. Maybe half, extra half if, a point. Cause, sure. Uh, for, for the Final Fantasy 16 prediction. Uh, but that doesn't affect whether or not the initial prediction. You, you get a point if Square and Sony announced a game together. Or, you know. Right. And then give me an extra half a point if it was right. Final Fantasy 16. And then the last one was just and a silly, none of these that. things will happen. We will be disappointed, which is the one you won from last week because it got delayed. Yeah. So we can give me an imaginary yeah. point if you want. Um, cool. So, okay, go over yours one more time. We can edit some of this out if you That's want. That's all right. Uh, so I, have the... I said Horizon 2, Insomniac would be there uh, uh, Ratchet, with Ratchet & Clank and or Resistance. Uh, House Mark Game, in parentheses, joins Worldwide Studios, and new Naughty Dog IP. Uh, House Mark, and so you actually had four, if you will, right? One, two, three, four. Yeah, and you had three. three. If you want to count my silly one, two. If you don't. I should have done. We should have just. I should have just done a better job in general. But that's okay. Yeah. Uh, knowing what we know now. Uh, <laughs> um, we are by the way, we are recording the video for this. If you don't see a video, though, it's because we don't really know what we're doing. So we're yeah, just doing this our is, best. This is the first time we're so. actually trying to record the video for the show since we've been apart and since we've come back with a new iteration of the show. So um, if for some yeah. reason the video fails, I st- I'll still put up the audio. Um, but. Hopefully everything will record right, and I've got plenty of space, and we've done all our due due diligence, and you'll have our beautiful faces, or at least mine. Yeah. Well, okay. 
So here's a breakdown All of right. announcements. So just doing like a stats thing. So there were 26 um, game announcements, either a brand new game or a follow-up on information that okay. we already knew. Um, or in, in lieu of this first one, just more information about a game that almost everyone in the world is already right. playing. So uh, for the first announcement, which kind of spooked us a little bit, of course, since me and Josh are watching, se- we're watching together but separate. His was about ten seconds ahead of mine, so he was making reactions before I could even see what was happening. It was kind of funny, but um, he saw the Rockstar logo, and was like Rockstar, what? And then it ended up being, which is cool, but not ex- not yeah. unexpected. Um, so GTA Five is going to be enhanced and expanded for the PlayStation right. Five. Um, now, the cool parts of this, like as a as a service for gamers. Uh, GTA Online will be completely free for all PS5 owners when it launches. Though the caveat, of course, is you have to have PlayStation Plus. But that's you know that's kind of given. the The cool part about it, if you are currently playing GTA Online, is that uh, current PS4 players will be given one million dollar currency in the game starting today. Now I feel like I saw I'm pulling I'm pulling the breakdown from IGN. Yeah. But I feel like they said they they would get a million dollars every month. That, until that's that's what they said. Is that correct? I, what what I saw was we we get a million dollars of uh, GTA Online currency every month until release. So, right. so I mean, this might mark the first game. Well, I don't want to I don't want to speak in absolutes, but. Um, this may be one of the longest running games that have continually come out maybe not ever but in a really long time because i mean if you think about this game came out in 2013 Mm -hmm. so this game has had a life since 2013 yeah uh in some form now no one really cares about the story anymore when you get the game you're not really like i care but like if you're playing the game you're playing for online you're getting it because your buddies are playing yeah Uh, don't forget, so, don't forget, I mean, I think it's really WoW cool. is still a thing. Okay, that's fair. But is but WoW is only on the computer. And while I'm not trying to make a argument about PC's bad or whatever, I'm just saying, like, for something to continue a life on iterative consoles where you have to buy a new... Well, I mean, like you can't um, play the most recent expansion of World of Warcraft on a computer from 2004 without doing some upgrades. No, you're true. That's fair. Anyway, well, I just think you know. That's my my point being is just it is impressive that I think is impressive. It is very impressive how the life of GTA Um, Five. It's the longest running Grand Theft Auto game for sure, as far as support, Um, and the fact. I mean, they're they're skyramming the hell out of this game, where they're going to put it out on every single iteration. Every I, I won't be surprised if we see it like a janky Switch version, and. Uh, some kind of on online uh, hand, mobile phone app <laughs> because we know we're like several years away from seeing Grand Theft Auto Six. So, but yeah. that's cool. I mean, uh, but the next announcement completely deflates all my prediction. Both of them, if you right. really want to call it. Um, well, okay, I'm, I'm going to make an argument, but I'll announce it first. So uh, the second announcement: Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales was revealed. Coming this holiday year. 2020. Holiday 2020. So basically launch game. With uh, of course, basically launch game with Miles Morales as the title character, obviously. Um, so, of course, super hyped, especially because it's coming out this yep. year. 
uh, I think this is super smart, not only because it's Spider-Man and it's a great game, but my initial response is like, Spider-Man was the game. I think you said this a couple weeks ago. Spider-Man was the game that they were like making the case for how load times yeah. were going to work. How, um, so the fact that they're like staking their claim on a game and making that game the game they're going to start with, or at least the first big first-party studio game they're yeah. going to start with, I think is super impressive. Your your response. My response. It, I mean, obviously, Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man 2018 was a fantastic game, and there's definitely like a great seed of something that's going to be incredible as they uh, go forward. I, I'm, I'm very curious to see how they go from the story we left to Miles actually running his own game. What What's going to happen between what has happened between the end of Spider-Man and the DLC and the beginning of Spider-Man Miles Morales to cause that to happen? Or are we going to be running in tandem with, uh, uh, Peter Parker, or what is right. going on? Mm-hmm. What I thought was super interesting is when the when the trailer first started, it looked like you saw. I well, this is what my reaction was. I saw the black suit with. I did see the black suit with the red lines, mm-hmm. but I'm just thinking, you know, this is just, you know, based off where we left before. This is Marvel's PS4 or you know, PlayStation's interpretation of what this black suit is supposed to look like. So I immediately thought it was Spider-Man 2. So this is where I'm going to argue my case for whether or not I should get a point or get deducted a point, which is, is it Spider-Man 2? Or is it just a sequel to Spider-Man? Because my argument, what I said was, (laughs) it'll be Insomniac, uh, it will not announce Spider-Man 2. And it may not be technically Spider-Man 2. Is this going to be a lost legacy? Is this going to be a like uh, left behind for um, the last of us. Is this I, just like a six-hour experience where you learn objection how to play? Objection in the court. The I'm just saying the intent of it won't be Spider-Man Two was there will not be a sequel to Spider-Man. That there's not going to be a sequel. Okay, that's fair. I'm just saying. So I already don't get the point. This already dismantles all of my arguments to begin with because Insomniac was there, but they didn't announce it. We haven't got there yet. And the next one, Gran Turismo 7 was announced, which was really cool, but also I did get the point for Insomniac being there. Well, that's what I was like. Well, you got a point for Insomniac being there, but you also got another point for the next game which is so after Gran Turismo 7 was announced which is cool we're not racing car games we're yep. just going to move on um, car, um, Ratchet and Clank Rift, Rift Apart. Apart came out um, Look. which gives Josh a second point because yes my so my so the second part of my prediction was Insomniac would be there to announce Ratchet and Clank and or Resistance and we got the Ratchet and Clank announcement and brand new Ratchet and Clank for launch it looks like uh, they did announce the date right yeah uh, so what, what I got was just Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Let me go back to the article to see if it gave a, a window. So far, there's not been any hard dates. Right, there's right. No, no, like September day 7th. date or anything. Or, but as far as holiday or launch or anything, I don't think anything actually said launch. But 
uh, Spider-Man said uh, holiday 2020. Okay, so so for Ratchet and Clank, at least according to the IGN article that I pulled all this from, uh, there's no okay. That's fine. window yet. Um, though what it does say is kind of interesting. So a brand new entry in the Ratchet and Clank series was revealed called Ratchet and Clank Rift mm-hmm. Apart, showing what appeared to be gameplay of the heroes jumping through portals to other dimensions before being split up. Insomniac Games said players will be able to jump from planet to planet almost instantly and are also implementing ray-traced reflections on Clank's head. So, Not nowhere else? Cool. Like, I don't know. Is that how that works? Uh, ray-tracing was just a thing? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No. We're not that smart. <laughs> I, thought it looked, um, I thought they were talking about I the ray-tracing on the floor. So I don't know. Um, I did think it was cool that... I think I said this during the, sh- during the showcase to you, Josh, but... I thought it was cool that they're making a proper sequel to like like a mm-hmm. new entry into the series of Ratchet and Clank, whereas the last Ratchet and Clank that came out was like a reimagining of the first game. I guess yeah. um, I didn't play it, but um, so I think it's neat that like they found a way to revive yeah. that and to create a, a cool 3D platformer for the PS5. Um, yeah. So yeah. Do you have anything more you want nope. to add to that other than gloating yeah. that you got a point that yeah, I didn't just get? that. <laughs> so the next one, number five, uh, Project Athea from Square Enix and Lum- Luminous Studios, um, designed exclusively for the PS5. And this is where Nick gets his first point and only point. Only uh, but uh, Sony and Square Enix were working together on a game called Athea. So there's his point, and it's being, from my understanding, uh, written and created by uh, Gary Witta and uh, and a host of other talented industry, uh, multi-industry professionals uh, from uh, cinema mm-hmm. and, and gaming. So I'll be curious to see how that um, moves along. And if you're not familiar with Gary Witta, he was the writer of uh, Star Wars Rogue One, as well as the Book of Eli, and um, he wrote the uh, comic adaptation of The Last Jedi and so on and so forth. So uh, very uh, good hands, at least uh, going into that. Yeah. What I thought was interesting is that the, the intro of the, of this game kind of had elements of the uh, PS5, or sorry, the uh, Unreal 5 engine mm-hmm. gameplay stuff. Um, I remember uh, seeing someone on the internet saying that it looked like... Dusty, climbing rock, and... Square Enix, and... Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it better look cool, but we don't know anything about mm-hmm. it yet, so... Um, Alright, moving on uh, was uh, Stray which had all these, like, chappy-looking robots walking around, looking at next-gen cats, and uh, mm-hmm. we don't know anything else about it. It just looks... Yeah, some, I mean, it, it looked like a neat like game. Some kind of, like, cyber, completely a cat cyberpunk time. Who knows? cat game. Cool. Uh, next up was a Returnal from Housemark. Where I get another point. And there goes Josh's next point. Um, Housemark was there for this really, like, psychological thriller, um, sci-fi, space-type game. 
did uh, have like um, inspirations from like Dead Space and aliens and things like mm-hmm. that. So we'll be curious to see more from them. It's very different for House Mark, who is known for their arcade twin stick shooters like Rezo Gun and Alienation, and um, we'll be uh, keeping an eye on that one for sure. Now, I feel like, if I remember correctly, on the podcast, you may have mentioned that it was going to be an arcade Yes, game. but that wasn't... Uh, now, I don't, think, I don't think you... That wasn't part of your points, but I think you said at some point you were quite, kind of hoping that it was going to be like, Arcade yeah. is alive! I and thought it would be a cheeky arcade, like but... intro for them to come back and say, uh, Long live Arcade. Because the last thing they said about Arcade was, mm-hmm. Arcade is dead. Um, so that didn't happen they definitely doing something very new uh, story driven and i'm very interested to see what they come up with um so real quick i pulled up the uh the live stream so i can kind of remind myself a few of the things because you know as soon as it leaves your head sometimes yeah there was so like, much oh. information too um oh yeah project athea looks cool okay right. you can continue. next up was uh sack boy a big adventure which is a co-op 3D platformer in, in the vein of Super Mario 3D, you know, like 3D World or uh, Odyssey or uh, what do you have in here? 3D World, yeah. Um, yeah. It looked just like, I mean, it was Sackboy, but it, it was it didn't look very uh, creative as far as like a Little Big Planet game. It, it was, wasn't like a create-your-own-world as much as it was just a straight platformer. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, looking at it now, I mean, it looks like it's fun. So, so one thing I'll say about, well, maybe I can save this for later. But I think it's cool that they're bringing yeah. Sackboy back. I mean, maybe it's not for me, but we've already seen, so far we've seen um, Sackboy, and we saw Ratchet and Clank. It, it, it's bringing back some of those rem- those memories of PS3 era yeah. PlayStation, which has been a thing that people have been arguing about PlayStation right now, is that they've not been acting like right, themselves. Right, right. And so it's kind of nice to see them acknowledging. Yep. And, and, and we saw in the PlayStation like studios like uh, uh, little intro trailers that they're going to be putting out that Sackboy was in it, and it was a little. The question came up: Well, Sackboy hasn't been in a game in how many years? Are why are they reaching so far back when while, they've yeah. got new characters they could do and so, so on and so forth? So it's makes sense for them to be bringing him back into a modern context to keep him relevant mm-hmm. also I mean maybe this is not super shocking this is something that I brought up as a note but Josh kind of corrected me on it was that I'm like oh uh, it's not Media Molecule Correct. making the game since obviously they're invested on genes, dreams and I didn't realize that they haven't actually made Little Big Planet since Little Big Planet. 2 well, I don't, I don't know what, what was the last one they did, but I do know uh, Little Big Planet Three was uh, done by Sumo Digital, the same uh, company doing the uh, same developer doing uh, this uh, 3D platformer. So, hmm. so yeah, Little Big Planet Two was made by yeah. Media Mouth. I don't know if uh, they did the. Little I don't Planet know if the race, 3. the Little Big Planet racing, was after that or not, and if that was. Uh, Media Molecule, or if that was another studio doing that. Okay, so the way you're saying, the way you just said Molecule reminded me of the way that the guy on the Travel Channel says Mercury. 
uh, when, or not, not the guy on the Travel Channel, but um, oh. Zach Bagans from the Ghost Adventures. I knew you were going to do it. Say he that. Said, but... He said uh, medium molecule. Molecule. <laughs> anyway, we can continue. Uh, next up, uh, Destruction All-Stars, which looks like a, I thought it looked like a uh, Rocket League style um, Destruction Derby. Which uh, mm-hmm. it looks like dumb fun. Yeah. I'm all for destruction derby. Um, so yeah, it kind of feels like um, actually you said it pretty great. Like Rocket League and destruction derby and destruction derby. Uh, it's definitely PvP. Uh, it definitely has that element too. I wonder if there's going to be any moment where you can just play against nothing. Um, but I mean, I remember that was a game that, destruction derby proper. Was a play we played on N sixty four all the time when we we would rent it from that GameStop up the store and um, it has it looked like looking at the trailer I know you're not looking at it right now but the way it's shot kind of reminds me of the most well the PS three Twisted uh-huh. Metal that came out um, it has the it has that arena feel or I guess with uh, Rocket yeah. League. But also kind of reminds me of there was a game that was kind of trying to be Rocket League, but wasn't called Disc Jam or something like that, where you were tossing frisbees yeah, back yeah. and forth. You know, it, it didn't really do anything, but it had the character model sure. very similar. Anyway, all right, uh, number ten we have Kina and the Bridge of Spirits, a 3D action adventure game that had a just a gorgeous art style, and. I, yeah, it looked, was it clear it that that was gameplay, or was it more like in engine? I I think it looked in engine. I didn't. Know I if agree. It looked like gameplay, but I will tell you soon. You will tell me soon. Because I'm rewatching oh, okay. it. Um, but I thought I, uh, there's no there's no evidence that it's okay. gameplay. Uh, I am very excited to learn more about that one as well. I just thought it looked really cool. Uh, very like, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, what I was gonna say is that it it looks like what it, my memory serves of what like Beyond Good and Evil looked yeah. like, and it has some like um, it has some more colorful looking Shadow Colossus vibes or Legend of Zelda vibes, mm-hmm. and um, it just looks like it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's quirky action adventure game Kina and Bridges of Bridge of Spirits after that uh, goodbye got? Volcano High oh so this is the one I just before the show I was having an argument uh, a fun argument with my friend on texting where she said that it looked like a dumb furry game and I'm like what are you talking about that game looked awesome uh, and okay, I don't know that it looked awesome, but it looks right up my alley. Where it's just a bunch of bunch of teenagers dealing with whatever they have to deal with, and they're dinosaurs, right? Hmm. Like, or they're creatures or something. And it definitely um, looked okay. Rewatching it, rewatching it does does definitely look like some My Little Pony. I, I, I thought get it, it looked but, a bit My Little Pony, um, but <laughs> but like. It, the, the the tone of the trailer made it feel like life is strange but animated and weird but like the idea that it takes place during the comet like um, desolation of the mm-hmm. dinosaurs I'm like come on bring it to me it's this like 
it's emo and esoteric and depressing and it's right up my alley. <laughs> so, um, so it may be terrible. I may hate playing it, but I'm definitely gonna play it. Yeah. So they even have a they're, they're even in a rock band. <laughs> but I do, I do think the name is the name is really cool. It's Goodbye yeah. Volcano High um, by Co-op. Now, do you do you know anything about co-op? Because when when it was announced that it was co-op, I'm like, everyone was like, "Oh, that's cool." I'm like, no, "Who I is that?" I don't know anything about so. it. Uh, you want to pick up from here? Okay. Whoa. Yeah, one second. Let me pause the. So after that, we have um, Oddworld's mm-hmm. Soulstorm. Neither me or Josh, I would say, are. Big Oddworld. The, the, I think they've been, tried he's been around Oddworld a long Apes, time. Lauren Lanning is, you know, a, a industry icon. Very, you know, old school. I mean, he's been doing it from PlayStation One, uh, doing the Oddworld games. So yeah. Uh, I mean, the fact that it's consistent and that there's people who want to play those yeah. games—that's great. I think that's great. Um, it's just not necessarily interesting. Now, I will say the trailer. I remember watching a few things where like. So, like, the character's mouth is, like, taped shut in some, like, Hannibal-looking shit. And then he, like, takes some scissors and cuts it off. And I'm like, ugh. It just, it just gave me yeah. creepy vibes. But um, I'm glad that people who enjoy that game are going to sure. be able to play. Um, after that, uh, kind of a nice-looking, um, like, second look into a game that we've already heard about. Ghostwire mm-hmm. Tokyo uh, comes out in 2021. Um, that was a game that they announced at Bethesda's uh, right. conference back was it at Bethesda's or was yeah, it at Sony's? No, but it was, it was a Bethesda, Bethesda game. That's when we had the the cute girl who yeah. I mean the, the uh, cute Ikori Nakamura. Fun, whatever. I think it was was her name. Um, I don't think she's working on the game anymore. But um, that I mean, I, I think me and Josh both, I, if I remember correctly, back when we watched the original, like we knew it was going to have some like horror stuff going on it has even more than I thought it would um, so I noped out of that immediately but it looks cool for people who enjoy I mean it's first person which is not what I expected I, I, I will say that I thought it might be more third person action adventure horror and I was hoping maybe it would be more action adventure than it would yeah. be horror uh, and I might be able to get into it kind of like in a way I was kind of hoping it would be like control which has big horror mm-hmm. elements but it's more of an action mm-hmm. adventure game. This no. is not that. And definitely not a game. No, n- definitely not for me. That's it's just the the Bethesda MO. Like it's interesting. Uh, people enjoy it and they they're very popular for a reason. Um, and I'm cu- always curious to see what they come up with, but just they don't Yeah, especially with another game they had, they announced a couple times ago and they brought back in here I it's not what I hoped for, but I'll yeah. talk about that later. Um, following Ghostwire, excuse me. Following Ghostwire, we had Jet, the Far Shore, coming holiday twenty twenty. So coming this year, I honestly don't even remember what that it was. The um, I remember seeing it, it was image. like this the the plane or uh, the jet that was f- flying through all the like beautiful landscapes mm-hmm. and stuff. Oh, it's the one I said kind of looked like no yeah, Man's it was a Sky No Man's Sky or Journey second, kind then. of like ethereal kind of game yeah um following that um we have godfall gameplay so the godfall was 
the the first PS5 game they announced back at mm-hmm. the Game Awards as a partnership with um, Sony. Forgive me, um, Train, Sony uh, and a, Gearbox. No, we thought it was Platinum Gearbox. Um, they, so they showed more of that. They showed mm-hmm. some gameplay. You know, the big thing that they kept saying when they first announced it's a slasher shooter and I mean a slasher looter. Yeah. Um, and I mean that's what it looked like during the show. Me and Josh, I was talking to Josh, and I was like, "Well, it kind of looks like if they've some for some reason announced a like epic prequel to Destiny, like mm-hmm. the art style, with the exception that they're using swords and armor and stuff like that. It it looked like that you're playing Destiny. Yeah. In terms of the character models and just the way the world was designed. It, it also. Um, I, I thought it felt you, very like, uninspired. It, I thought it looked very generic. Yeah. Uh, it looked like a double A game that we you would see just tons and tons of that kind of stuff. I hope I'm wrong. It just it doesn't mm-hmm. look very appealing. I'll like if it becomes a PS Plus title, I would I would probably you know have a week. I would give it a couple weeks, but it doesn't look like a game I'm willing to just like yeah, buy no. outright. Um, so, but that's just me. Who knows? Uh, the next game looks super cool. Uh, it's Solar Ash from Hyperlight Drifter developer. Uh, set in 20... Well, I said it's set in 2020. It comes out in 2020. What was the name of the developer? Um, Heart, Heart Machine, Machine was the developer. of, Which is not what I would have said. Uh, Hyperlight Drifter is a 2D action role-playing game developed by Heart Machine. The game plays homage to 8-bit and 16-bit games. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, so, but... Um, this game is more of a 3D over-the-shoulder action-adventure um, game. The first shot is of the... Of the black hole that looks like it came from oh right Star, right which i'm guessing images images of black holes just look the same <clears throat> i guess science has proven what yeah uh, black i mean holes eating a sun well looks like. the black hole is not necessarily eating the sun uh they they had determined that based on the s- science and the math that that's what uh would it would appear if you were looking at one from a certain point of view i guess i see um, not, I mean, the the thing that's hard about talking about each of these games is that, it, you know, a lot of cool cinematic trailers, a lot of gameplay, but we don't know really anything yeah. about them. So we can only, like, give the impression of what it yeah. kind of looks like. So, of course, I would definitely recommend before even listening to this episode. Yeah, make sure you've, you've watched, watched that so uh, you can, like, reveal so we can. Because I, I the, the one thing I don't want you to feel like is that we're not giving you good, like, feedback on what these games are because sometimes you just don't know like the the game what was it uh, solar ash it looks like it could be cool but yeah. we have no idea like if it would be a fun game and yeah i think about i think back to all of those conferences that we've seen in the past where there's a bunch of cool looking games that to be honest i don't know if we yeah. even played them all because it's like oh that was a cool looking game but anyway um the last one i'll say for now is uh hitman 3 was announced for january 2021 so not immediately a um, a launch game, but coming right. within that first few months is going to be great. A lot of people, at least on the on the stream we were watching, talked about um, it being kind of like a more of like a Mission Impossible style game, which I thought sure. But every every Hitman game I've tried to play, except from except for uh, Hitman Go, of course, um, yeah. hasn't really done it for me. I don't know about. Uh, I tried playing uh, Bloodlines back on the PS2 back on the ps2 and 
Uh, maybe it was Blood <laughs> Money. I don't know. Blood Money. Uh, Blood Money. There was Assassin's Creed Bloodlines, which came out on the PS. There was also, um, uh, and then there's, there's a lot of blood stuff back in the PS2 era. <laughs> 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 um, just so much blood. Um, anyway, uh, but I had tried uh, Hitman in the past, and just again, one of those games it doesn't do it for me. It's very uh, technical, I think. Yeah. Um, and, and that's great mm-hmm. that for people who love it, but anyway. Uh, next up is the uh, Astro's Playroom, uh, featuring the Astrobot um, from the titular title. Uh, Does he have a name? I, I think that's his name. Astrobot. I guess it's just Astrobot. Um, what is the name of the VR? Um, so there was, so there was Rescue Astrobot's Mission. Rescue Mission is the name of the game. But the first time we were seen was in Astrobot was in the well, Playroom play VR game. Right? Um, well, no, there's Playroom, right. and then there's Playroom VR. And in the Playroom, there was a bunch of mini-looking Astrobots, but they weren't mm. called that at the time. But then there was the Astrobot VR mission, which was kind of like a small look into what um, Astrobot okay. VR ended up being. Um, so, anyway, you can continue. Uh, uh, that was it. Uh, it. It was just a. Was that three? No. It, I, th- I think it'll just be a neat. I think it'll just be a neat. Um, teaching you how to use the yeah. PS5. Because it didn't say anything no. about VR in that. It did say it's um, Astro's Playroom. And today said that kind of lines up with on the PS4, you have the Playroom where you it kind of shows you the mm-hmm. controller features and that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, uh, but I mean, now that it's been like, now that Astrobot is an established idea that you could play, I think um, that'll soon be a character. That's what I was going to mention earlier with Sackboy and Ratchet and Clank coming back. We have now Astrobot, who's another cutesy third party, not third party, a third person character, 3D, you know, character that we can develop. To. He'll be in the eventual yeah. Battle Royale sequel. So, um, we had the little devil inside. Uh, that was the uh, uh, fun uh, art style, art house um, game that had like um, two different storylines, like opposing storylines, kind of going on. Yeah. It was taking a lot. It was doing a lot of like fun uh, old musical cues, um, very much like it. It, it re- harkened back to like a silent movie era. Or, or, you know, with mm-hmm. uh, Charlie Chaplin and uh, even the uh, Three Stooges, mm-hmm. where it had these different musical themes for each uh, storyline. Yeah, it was it was showing, like, one character going through, like, adventure battles, like Link from Legend of Zelda, and then there was another character that was, like, an older, surly man, businessman, just going about his day. It was kind of juxtaposing yeah. those ideas together so it might be like a kind of a neat linear story game just showing these two different characters it might even be the same yeah. character it Who could knows? be like valiant hearts um, where you had but uh, honestly when it first showed it valiant hearts was one yeah. of the first things that came into my head of course the art style right. was different but it had that same uh, heart yeah 
too. Uh, where in uh, Valiant Hearts, you played as the dog and as the person in two different, like, uh, areas. Mm. Mm-hmm. Where's the sequel to that game? Where is Valiant Hearts? It didn't Hearts need 2? one. World War Two. No, but it was fun. I, I didn't totally love the game. Okay. Um, then, uh, to the surprise of probably no one, uh, NBA 2K21 is coming. There's a lot of... S- involved a one sweaty man. S- involved what? Involved oh, one yeah. sweaty man. He was very sweaty. And I guess he broke the backboard. His name the was Zion. Off the backboard, but there was no glass. It just kind of like the rim itself just hit the ground. So it was kind of, uh, Yeah. I think it was like, oh, yeah. he's so powerful. Um, apparently he plays for the, what, Louisiana Pelicans? Or New yeah. Orleans Pe- Pelicans? That no one I know it existed, existed because of Anthony Davis. He w- went and played for the Pelicans. Is he on the Pelicans? I don't think he's on it anymore. Okay, so the... So the I, don't know. I thought he was playing for his magics. Or no, that was John Wall. I know sports. Uh, anyway, this this character's this guy's name is Zion Williamson, who apparently is like two years out of college. Um, so, I mean, I, if if I was an NBA basketball player, two years out of college, and I'm featured on a PlayStation event, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Cool. <laughs> um, but I mean, I mean, I feel I wonder if this is kind of an interesting conversation point. It doesn't have to go on very long, but. Are sports games equivalent to car racing games in terms of technical ability, or is it just you have to have an annualized sports game? No, you just have to have an annualized sports game. I don't think they. <clears throat> I don't think the iterations are uh, important enough, or they bring enough systems year year over year that make that big of a difference. But <clears throat> if you look at the long leaps, if you if you skip every five years to come back, there's a lot of new things. But if you come back every year, it's like a gradual mm-hmm. change. Yeah. Well, it's because, of course, like Call of Duty fluctuates a little bit with, like, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the most recent one, looks substantially better than the one that came out before that, I think. Uh, was that World War Two? I don't think it was. Um, it was uh, Modern Warfare and then... It was the well, the Black Ops Four. Well, oh well, then yeah, I don't know if that counts. But like, I the point I'm trying to drive at is like, I'm curious why sports games don't try to do more of a uh, live experience kind of like uh, battle royale games are trying to do because like Call of Duty is not an exception is an exception, but like with Destiny and Fortnite and stuff like that, now they're doing iterative things. I mean, it makes sense to me that sports games would try to do the same thing until um, technology hits a point where they have to make a sequel. Um, I can't. I, just, I can't tell I just, you. Just, why can't the, you update uh, the roster? The business philosophy of like doing an annualized franchise, other than they have to put one out every year. Yeah. At, now this next game looks. Y- yeah, oh, wait, this but, is your turn. Uh, it was. It almost looked like a troll. But so did Octodad. So this kind of makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. It's called Bug Snacks. And it was a very weird, quirky, as uh, 
look it was definitely like someone was very high when they come up came up with the idea of uh, bug snacks basically it was like fruit and food like were like alive running around this island and then you ate the fruit and then fruit grew on your arm on the character's arm and it was totally bizarre well, so when the trailer first started, you saw the strawberries upside down, like uh, the green part of the strawberry in the ground, and then it grows oh, eyes yeah. and flips, and it starts walking. You're like, uh, oh. no. So it was just treating food like bugs, bug snacks, and we're like, and uh, I think we it had the like British voiceover, so we're like, oh, it has a, like has like a dreams vibe mm-hmm. going on, and then it just turns into this thing, and I think the moment that it 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 tried to. Um, what do you call it? Like, uh, fool us is at the end where they're about to say the name of the game and then it stops. So us and other people involved were like, oh, this isn't. Yeah, it felt like a, a this fake This is not out. the game. Yeah, and then it was the game. So it was just super bizarre. It reminded me of, uh, the, for the uh, announcement trailer for Wolfenstein New Colossus. It started off as this like robot dog, and it was just like it was a whole commercial about this robot dog, and we we're like, oh, that's kind of cute. You mm-hmm. play this dog or whatever, and then at the end you were like, oh wait, no, this is talking about like, of course, granted, it's um, Bethesda, so it's about like uh, retrofitting Nazis and stuff like that. But that first minute of that trailer was just about yeah. This, dog so you're like oh this is kind of cute kind of neat or whatever and then all of a sudden it's like bam no this is like a commercial inside of a game so i have expected the camera to zoom out and we're watching a trailer for a fake game in this other game mm-hmm. the only reason i didn't fully believe that was because they said it was from the creators of octodad so it was like so you kind of knew what to expect from them that's true um so i wasn't expecting them to re- turn around and reveal this uh, ultra realistic 4k game sure but uh, this looked very quirky weird uh, I don't know that I'll be playing this but uh, or the next mm-hmm. one I tried to pl- I, though the I next tried one I mean so hard to play the next one and it, and, it, and I just didn't have it yeah uh, so the next game was very hyped for a lot of people uh, just me and Josh are not party of that same group of people uh, Demon Souls Remake from Blue Point Games uh, I thought yeah, so the coolest part about it of course was yeah. Shuhei Yoshida uh, comes in to talk about how he's excited about it and I'm guessing that's probably because he was part of the reason why the game mm-hmm. exists in the first place um, but uh, uh, it's what I like to say to people is like, well, you like Dark Souls, but demons. I, for some reason, I'm be, I'm very um, what do you call it? Like uh, protective of the fact that Dark Souls came out of Demon Souls, but no one cares about Demon Souls anymore because it's all about Dark Souls. See? And I'm like, well, no, well, Demon Souls is the one who originated all this mm-hmm. stuff. So, what are you doing? With the exception of the fact that I do not play no. any of these Souls games, so. Um, I even like I don't know how many times I booted up Bloodborne to try to to try to pretend to like yeah. it. I just can't. 
I, I even played Neo 2 for a second. I'm like, nope, I can't do it. Uh, but I think it's very cool that it's yeah. definitely happening. I mean, it was pretty much no secret that it was happening, but now that it's announced yeah. and in the open, uh, it's, it's pretty cool. Actually, I feel like the next five games we're about to talk about, yeah. we're not going to play. Uh, but uh, the important thing about that one is that's, com- uh, that's coming from Bluepoint, a uh, renowned, renowned uh, remake developer. Uh, their last big project was uh, Shadow of the Colossus remake, which was very, a uh, very faithful re- remake and uh, very good. I wish they would have gone a little bit further into fixing the controls, um, but other than that, it, I mean, mm-hmm. it looked beautiful. It was fun to play, and uh, I, I can only imagine that, that this one will be as uh, well taken care of. Honorable, yeah, yeah. Um, after that, we have Deathloop, uh, which was a game that was announced, I believe it was during the Game Awards, or maybe it was during it was Bethesda's Bethesda, again. press conference last year. Um, that's another... Um, I remember the the launch trailer for this... Or not the launch trailer, the uh, announcement trailer for this. Yeah. Game. Super cool idea of being stuck in this time loop and you know seeking out the other person. Gameplay-wise, I probably won't play it. Um... Uh, it definitely looks like a game I'd like to watch someone else play, um, but it, it has all those trappings of a Bethesda FPS that has the Dishonored looking. I mean, it was. I mean, honestly, it's from the like, Dishonored if you developer. Just showed so. me the game and told me, yeah. I mean, if you just showed me the game, I was like, oh, yeah. it's Dishonored. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that, but I've tried Dishonored, and there's something about those mechanics that I just don't. <sighs> jive with even though it looks super cool when it's played out by someone who knows what they're doing yeah like it looked awesome um it, i mean visually looked awesome but playing it doesn't sure. do anything for me which is the only thing that kind of sucks i don't do uh, the same i mean dishonor was definitely one i didn't uh want to get into uh that first person view typically put uh is off-putting to me uh but watching them play it for some reason intrigued me I don't know that I'll I'll uh, mm-hmm. be a day one adopter or anything, but if given the opportunity to try it out, you know, maybe through Game Pass or something like that, I would probably give it a run. Yeah, um, it is interesting when you think about how we f- we feel you and I about these first person games because with like when I I didn't beat Skyrim, but when I played Skyrim, I made myself in third-person view, and same thing with Fallout mm. and stuff like that. Never completed any of those games. But with something like Destiny, which is a forced perspective, first-person view, yeah, we're fine with it. Um, I mean, I don't want to make it sound like it's... I mean, we're not double-standarding it, but I think it's also like what, you're do, what the gameplay yeah. mechanics are. Because playing an FPS like Call of Duty or... Um, Destiny feels different than when you're playing like an action adventure yeah. game that is first person. It's something just, it, sometimes I just want to know yeah, what my character something about like. those worlds just don't appeal to us, and we're just not that kind of gamer. Um, yeah, especially not the kind of gamer that plays Resident no. Evil Eight. Um, I will say, out of all of the Resident Evils trailers that I've seen. This one intrigued me the most because I like the like the cult thing is always interesting to me. I'm like I'm working on an idea that's I'm I'm working on an idea. Mm-hmm. It's about a cult and a village that's you know 
hive minded or whatever. So uh, the the game after Deathloop was Resident Evil Eight Village uh, coming in twenty twenty one, probably around that March date, like yeah. they're used to doing. Um, but I just don't see. I mean, obviously, no, you no. and I are not going to play it because uh, we just. If, if there's any two games on this game on this list that we've noped out of, it was uh, what was it? Um, Ghostwire and Resident Evil Eight. Like I saw the headless person, I'm like, nope. I saw the guy in the in the hut, like getting out a shotgun, yeah. and being like, nope. No thanks. I'm not gonna do it. Um, I won't even watch nope. someone play it. I don't know. I tried playing Outlast, and it just didn't work for me. So. All right, All right let's finish this and wrap this up. Uh, Pragmata, uh, coming 2022 from Capcom. We have no idea. Uh, it was some kind of weird sci-fi uh, sp- spaceman game with the virtual little girl, and it was strange. Uh, I mean, if you if you didn't tell me anything about it, I would have yeah, thought it was definitely a Kojima remo- thought, thought of a um, Kojima on that one. Uh, so... But also, people said, like, I realize now, because IGN said it was a Capcom game, but I didn't see Capcom as a... It, it, di- it didn't I pop didn't up with this Capcom big Capcom logo, but it was in the text at the hang on, at the bottom. Oh, like, yeah. subtext. It was like copyright, gotcha. subscript, uh, Capcom, so... But it, was, it wasn't a prominent Capcom now this... uh, logo. So, I, I'm interested to learn more. Right. There's nothing more I can say about it, though. Uh, and then most importantly, I think, the most, most important, important thing we learned was we're getting Horizon Zero Dawn 2 called Horizon 2, uh, The Forbidden West. Um, and we're getting yeah. dinosaur, uh, robot dinosaurs snapping turtles and elephants. And uh, we're obviously uh, moving to the west. Um, which I didn't know that's where uh, Silence was heading. Well, but, I think it was super interesting. The first thing that they showed was the uh, yeah ocean. So um, there looked like there's some underwater ex- exploration. Some for some reason they were s- swimming with a snap maw, which is, n- which is never a good idea to get in the water with a snap maw. Um, don't do that uh, unless she's really good swimmer. No, don't do that. Um, well, hopefully she's well, not Ellie. Hopefully she's not, <laughs> yeah, original Ellie. This Ellie can swim underwater and everything, apparently. Uh, yeah. Apparently. No, as soon as she, I, even the people we were watching record, like, uh, I, the first thing I said was like, oh, no. I almost noped out of Horizon because she went underwater. Because her, being underwater, you yeah, might as well it, be in a horror game. Because anything can happen. No one wants an underwater then, <laughs> level, but uh, I, I will... Uh, suffer the, the underwater levels for Horizon because uh, I, I, I have v- all the faith in the world that they will do something incredible with this game. Um, none of this... W- no, this is this might be uh, a controversial... None of it was uh, gameplay, uh, for sure. It was all in, uh, engine footage. Uh, very... And honestly, of course, we're all watching it through a stream, through another stream, compressed down. I didn't look think it looked any better than any of the... Uh, cinematics in the original but that's not saying anything because the original looked amazing so i can only imagine it looks incredible on well that's kind of what i was about uh, to bring up the dedicated hardware 
go ahead. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I was about to bring up. Is like, I obviously was ecstatic to see that Horizon mm-hmm. sequel was up, but I didn't immediately go like, "Holy shit!" I mean, like, I, I said that to Spider Man, but I didn't say that to Horizon. I mean, honestly, I didn't expect either of them to be there. But with Horizon, I don't know if it was the landscapes that they were showing or the way they introduced the game, but the way they introduced the game just felt a little different than, I don't know, what I was expecting. I mean, I'm not saying anyone should agree with me. I'm just saying that, like, I wonder if, because it didn't look revolutionary on a stream through a stream, of course, I was also watching from your stream through Discord, so who even knows what I saw. But, like, I wasn't, like, obviously I'm going to buy it and obviously I'm going to love it. But my hype levels didn't go through the roof well, as of seeing it. Other than the fact I th- that it I was think announced, one one it wasn't it wasn't a like a surprise to see it here. We were all pretty confident that well, it was going to be here, but we were all also pretty confident that Spider Man was not. I don't think I don't think anybody expected to see Spider Man here, and I don't think anybody expected it to be. A Miles Morales game. That's true. So, so before, so before you read what number twenty-seven is on our doc is, let's let, let's talk about the show, the show that is the games. So, like out of this twenty-six games that we've announced, would you say that Spider-Man is probably the one that shocked you the most? Oh yeah, I think for sure Spider-Man being being announced and that it's coming this holiday is the most shocking thing that we learned today um mm-hmm. games wise I, I i remember from when i remember from just that episode that we did where we were looking at the pills right and we were saying which of the, the pills that we want and one of them said and then a new spider-man game with miles Morales. i'm like Psh, no i mean like i was never against the idea of playing with miles i was just like not the next game like give us one more game with peter and then give us but then i was so I was taken away just because. So what if? Oh, someone knew what sorry, they were talking about. What if that that theory stands true, but it's the opposite of what I was saying. Instead of Peter becoming the symbiote Spider-Man, it's oh. Miles, mm-hmm. and then we get. Well, we'll have to switch back to Peter. To save Miles. Well, I mean, like we can make. So let's make that argument. Let's, let's say that this game that's coming. Because you this mentioned fall, the black suit. December. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, that's what I mean. I saw the black suit. I'm like, this is emo Spider-Man all right. the way through. And then. Um, but Miles' but, suit is black. But the, so let's play with this. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean that's just uh, you know first re- first reaction is first reaction obviously it doesn't make it right it just makes it what it is um so if 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 we want to play this through let's say this isn't a lost legacy this isn't a left behind this is a proper sequel let's say it's 30 hours long and we're doing all this like i would see that i would see that being in the story like i mean i like realistically i don't but like if we're if we're playing this out um I mean, I think that story like, beat makes a really this, compelling. Uh, it it would make for a really compelling gameplay, where 
you are Miles still learning how to be a Spider-Man and then somehow you come in contact with it after fighting whoever is currently in possession of this symbiote um, at the beginning of the game you, yeah. you and Peter have teamed up to fight this enemy and then um, somehow you get trapped with the symbiote and you don't really understand what it is when you fight your enemy you just know that you gotta fight him, yeah. and then it it latches on to Miles. I mean, I, I can even see, I can even see a classic Spider-Man moment where you have the young character being Spider-Man doing his Icarus moment, flying too close to the sun. Peter's told Miles, like, no, don't go after him right now because you can't leave it to me, because I will be able to figure it out. And Miles is like, no, you're you're too old, you're too dumb, you're too whatever. And Miles, being 16 and whatever, goes off and tries to fight fucking Venom. And then... Oh, I don't think it'll be uh, Venom. And then... Well, okay, I'm, yeah. just being, I'm just being semantic here. Um, black suit, Spider-Man's symbiote. Whoever's got the symbiote suit. Um, he goes off and fights him. And he does get latched onto it. Like, like that makes perfect sense. Alright, um, alright, hang on. Because I want to do spoilers for Spider-Man... Because it seems like we're not on the same page. You know who's got the symbiote. Yes, I do. And, but I also know who's got the symbiote. But I also know that they don't care what the comics No, say. but can you imagine a symbiote hobgoblin? No. I, I don't think that's what they're going to do. I think, I think it'll, it'll be... It'll just be... Symbiote. Harry's Osborne. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the game is two years old, man. Almost. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not worried about spoilers. Oh, oh, is what okay. I'm I was like, what, what does that got to do with... So, yeah. Price of Fish and China? Uh, no, it's, I mean, so Harry Osborn has a symbiote. Mm-hmm. Well, cause, because it's he's dying, be, and, uh, and his dad is trying to do something to save him, it, he... Uh, Norman has got him suspended with the symbiote. They don't know what it is, but it's something that's going to be helping Harry stay alive, which is going to turn Harry into mm-hmm. some kind of uh, symbiote-controlled... Pausing for dog. Anyway, so Sp- Spider-Man aside, yes, it was the most uh, shocking and uh, interesting. Not, not as far as game announcements, uh, the biggest shocker, and it, it and open basically opened the show. Yeah. I mean, Grand Theft Auto Five, great and all, but it was really Marvel Spider-Man, Miles Morales, two years after the original coming out, and mm-hmm. we'll definitely be on the scene for that. Um. Yeah, but I'm hoping I'm hoping in the next few weeks we're, we're going to hear from some of these developers who are going to answer these questions about. So, is Marvel Spider-Man a sequel, like a like a full sequel, or is it a experience? Not I, experience, I think. Co- Sorry, and like, are the, I'm just I'm just waiting to hear from the developers now that we know what's happening. What yeah. are we really getting? Um, 
Same thing from. I think them. I think if it was not a full sequel, they would have made it DLC. So calling it Marvel Spider-Man, they they probably would have said. Tells me it's a full Spider-Man game. A thirty-hour, thirty-five-hour game featuring Miles Morales. Probably not by himself because the original Spider-Man was not just Peter Parker. You played as uh, uh, Mary Jane and Miles. So. Uh, now this is this is, I think uh, last week when we did our episode about Spider-Man, I like my gut reaction is to not want a Mar- Miles Morales Spider-Man game, only because I'm like, I think what I said last time was, you know, we just got a good proper Peter Parker Spider-Man game. I just want one more. Um, but I think, I think I'm wrong with that reaction because I think one this I was super blown away yeah. by this and two like what we what our our dumb hypothesis of what's going to happen is like is the fun part it's like so who cares if Miles Morales is supposed to come after Spider-Man like I was ex- actually explaining to my roommate recently about like he, we were having an argument about the MCU and how the comics or whatever I'm like the MCU is doing their own fucking comic book they don't care about what you read when you were a teenager, and and that's kind of what I'm excited about this. Now that I'm here, now that I see what's happening, I'm like, well, I'm excited to yeah. hear this story. I don't care what's canon in some other's yeah book, like so. Anyway, all right. So the end of it, the end of the whole conference, which is part of the whole exciting part, was was revealed something that I said wasn't going to happen, and it was revealed that the we finally saw. What this All right, one second. To before we go too far, Absolutely. I want to make sure everything is still running. Okay. Since we've been going for a little bit, I want to make sure. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I looked at my audition. Audacity. audition is still so running. Still. And OBS is still recording. We're at an hour and 11 minutes. Which honestly, it feels like we've been doing long. Yeah, I, I thought, man, we're getting pretty long in the tooth. Um, I kind of want to. Do you think we ought to split the recordings? Why? Audio drift, maybe. I think if audio drift becomes an issue. I mean, we can. That's fine. I just feel like if audio drip becomes an issue, then we're just not going to want to do the video aspect of it because that gets really hard to edit by. Because by this point, the audio drip would yeah. already be there. Um, um, so, I mean, if you want to, to make it more manageable. But honestly, I think if, if it starts becoming a frustrating issue with this and that, we just we just don't do the audio or the, okay. vid- the video. Um, just because I've tried, <laughs> I've tried editing to the audio and or to the video, and it just—it's like every two seconds you have to drag back and drag back and drag back, and it's not fun. Well, in this instance, you don't have to line everything up perfectly, um, because uh, there's lag anyway because of the Discord. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't. Know, I mean, 
since I have tomorrow off, I figured I would be putting it together okay. anyway. Um, so let's just leave it like it is, and all I'll, right, I'll figure it out. Let me know when you're ready to resume. Uh, I think since we took a big pause there, I'm going to do a clap so you can see the spike. All right, okay. and clap. All right, let's talk about... Uh... <laughs> okay, so... All right, so first, this is how I started it, but I'm going to change how I started So before we get into the next part... Let's look at our totals. Oh, yeah. Let's look at our, our, our um, predictions. So, the way I have it, obviously you win. No question. There's no question. No doubt about I it. I clearly know my PlayStation. Uh, so. so, we got the Horizon sequel. We got Insomniac. And we got uh, Ratchet and & Clank. And we got Housemark. What we didn't get is we didn't get Resistance. And we didn't get uh, Housemark being declared a first-party studio. But even then, we have one, two, three, four points for you. And we also didn't get a new Naughty Dog IP. But that's okay. Cause, so so we got four good brands making new points for you. And you got um, how many? For me, I got one. I got one point for Sony with Square. partnering with Square. Um, I did make the point that Gorilla or Insomniac would be there. They were... I didn't get a point for it, but I did say that they would be there. But I also made made it very clear that I didn't think it would be Spider Man or Horizon. So I don't yeah, think I deserve it. Because you didn't say Gorilla and Insomniac would be there. You said they would be there to announce an FPS. And that yeah, they wouldn't announce very clear that sequels to their big games. And to they, their original IP. And both of those so, things and, were wrong. Yeah. And they so you both, have negative points. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sure. I'm just going to say I have one. Uh, uh, so three-point disparity between you and I, and clearly I don't... Well, I mean, I won't go into the hour-long thing it'll take me to explain why I thought that, but the short version of it is just that the way Sony's been acting lately, it's like, are we going to get anything? And are we gonna even get, are we even going to get what we want? And I'm glad to say that we are, but... Um, I, was, I didn't have my high hopes, especially since how we were... It's kind of like watching a Nintendo Direct and being like, "Oh, we're definitely going to hear from this for Metroid Prime trilogy." And we. I've been expecting a blowout. Trilogy, other than that. I've been expecting this to be a blowout since they skipped E3 last year. Okay, so the what I would say is I don't know if it's the coolest part of the conference, but I was very stoked to see because I didn't think it was going to happen at all. Was they did show what the console yeah. looked like. And I gotta say, it looks pretty pretty. Pretty pretty. It looks very pretty. Um, it looks pretty pretty. Um, so if you haven't seen, just go look it up. I'm not gonna try to explain it to you because I'll do a very poor job. Um, yeah. No. We we saw the PS5 reveal. To be honest, it looks like about the same size in terms of width and length of uh, the original mm-hmm. PS4. Um, uh, definitely not as big as the PS5. Or sorry, the PS4 yeah. Pro. It's exactly um, the size of the PS5 actually. And. Oh, it is indeed. Um, and if you watch the if you watch the reveal event, the way we did, we we saw that, and then it cut back. So so 
as it does, you know, it shows close-ups of all the angles and the sides. I mean, you know, trying to be sleek and sexy. And I made a joke about how it kind of looked like, oh, it's this is the porn version of what is like mm-hmm. to show off a tech. Anyway, and then they and then they they pulled out and they showed the whole thing. I'm like, oh, this looks super cool. Next to the controller, it's two tone. It's got the white and black. Yeah. Looks great. And then they showed it again, and I'm like, why are they showing this again? And I was wrong. They weren't showing it again. They revealed two versions of the that, PS5. That was the. They, that was the, one more thing. It wasn't even the one more thing. It was like the two yeah. more things. It was just like. So there's going to be the PS5, and then there's going to be a discless PS5, which is to you know, equate to the discless sad Xbox One that just came out. Mm-hmm. Um. What, what I thought was really cool about this announcement was, I'm sorry, oh, I was gonna say, and the supposed uh, uh, cheaper Xbox Series X model uh, would, pro- would likely be a discless right. model. That's that's where I was going next. Was like, so they kind of beat Microsoft to the punch of, we've we've known that Xbox was going to announce two consoles, but they haven't yet. They've only announced the one, and we didn't know. PS5 was going to announce two consoles. We were for sure they were only going to announce one because they're doing things traditionally. And then they just pulled that card under the deck. They're like, guess what, mother... We're, we're going to do both of we're them. We're going to show them up. That way we can sell one at the cheaper price point. And I bet you that was even a, like a late addition for them. Be like, well, let's just take the thing out and charge less for it. Because, I mean, that's halfway re- why they didn't put the ultra-high... The UHD uh, disc and the PS4 Pro was to save on money, and so to completely mm-hmm. save on money, they just drop a disc drive, and yeah, yeah. I mean, it looks. I think it looks great so, uh, as far as uh, the the physical design of it. Uh, they did show it laying on its side. Apparently, I didn't see it, but they said did say you could lay it on its side, which is good because I like I typically keep mine in the horizontal uh, perspective, but. Um, yeah, and it matches the controller very nicely. I'll be curious to see if they do yeah. what what other kind kind of like, lo- colors they'll do. If they'll just go all out. Yeah. Well, they, they've been on a pretty good kick of making new PS5, PS4 Pro consoles. Mm-hmm. Maybe because it's easy because they just have a square surface to work with. And since this is not that, maybe it'll be harder. But I think I think they have to keep mm-hmm. going with that. I don't um, think we'll we'll launch no, with it too I, many different colors. I think this will be the launch. No, no you'll no. get the two different consoles mm-hmm. as far as discless or disc or with disc. Um, but uh, I think the one color will be the standard, or the yeah. two tone will be the standard. It's important to note that they haven't announced a date or a price point for no. these. But I have my own thoughts on that. Um, I don't know the date. Oh, okay. So this is what I said. I said sent this as a tweet to someone else, and I said, "So I think we will know the price by the end of July. I think that the uh, pre-orders will be available August first. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we'll know the date by then too. But um, I think the pre-orders will be available August first, and I think that the disc version of the PS5 will be five hundred dollars, and I think that." the discless version of the PS5 will be $400. Now, I'm, I know I'm wrong. Uh, I know it's going to be more than that, but I hope it's not. I don't know that you're um, wrong. Because I, I, I think 
it's not crazy. I would see almost more likely to see in the 450 and 550 range. I think absolutely mm. Sony is still going to avoid the five, $599. I don't think, even though they're doing... Right. You can't do $600. I, I don't think, that even though they're doing the two consoles, that be, because of how sore people are uh, from that PS3 reveal that is... Five hundred ninety-nine U.S. dollars, and you'll get a second job if you want it, or what it got custom. I think people are so averse to that at this point that Sony will just avoid that price point altogether. And if they have to take a twenty-dollar loss, they'll take a twenty-dollar loss on that. And then, so uh, five fifty versus uh, four fifty for the uh, discless model. Now, my question is, now uh, which one do you want? I was going to ask you the same thing. Um, you and I are both almost all digital. Um, the only, I mean, I have used my disc player to watch a movie like maybe once a year. Yeah. Um, and I and I also have bought. I was about to say button, and I realized button no. is not a word. Um, a couple physical games, uh, because. Um, most people I know who like I bought like Warhammer Vermintide because my friends also play that and it was cheaper to buy physically yeah. than digitally um, but but I also bought it physically because I knew you wouldn't play right it. Um, um, and I mean not I mean I just assumed that's not a game you're interested in playing and I also haven't played it since for like three months so um, and I had a couple purchase copies of like Rainbow Six Siege and stuff like that because sometimes it's fun to buy a physical game, and but it's cheaper. Honestly, especially no, if, one yeah. of the, one of the main reasons we buy digital is because we sh- we would do game sharing, but also because mm-hmm. it's just easier to switch from game to game to game, and and not even think about it. Um, but if I were if I were to buy uh, think about getting into a game, um, and I could find it on sale at GameStop or somewhere cheaper, I wouldn't be opposed to buying it. I just don't because I don't have enough time to experiment yeah. with that kind of stuff. Between having yeah. um, PS Plus, all the PS Plus games I have, and all the you know getting the computer set up, I, I have Xbox Game Pass now. Uh, all this digital stuff, I have the X Cloud, you know, uh, beta that I'm trying out, and I have pl- I don't I don't ha- I have a lot of time for physical games. So I'm more inclined to lean towards the uh, digital version, other than the yeah. fact that the only... I do also use my PlayStations as DVD players. When, in the very yeah. rare instance, I, uh, I do. Like, I bought the uh, Avatar The Last Airbender complete series uh, before it was on Netflix because there was nowhere to find it. And so I bought it on Blu-ray knowing that, one, it's one of my favorite shows, and I'm, so I'd rather just have the copies and two but i also have like uh, all the studio ghibli movies and things like that and if i want to sit down and watch it and i, I bought you that. for your birthday that being said i still have my ps4 pro and i don't necessarily that's exactly what i was about to say necessarily need to get rid of it to get the ps5 at least not at this juncture so that doesn't mean i will never have yeah. it the difference would be the PS5 will have the UHD uh, drive versus the PS4 will not. 
the, my my point on the thing I was thinking about while you're talking was kind of the same. It was like, well, I'm still gonna have my PS4, so I'm not gonna get rid of it. And if I need to use it as a DVD player, I can. Um, my second thought was, if it's cheaper right now, and because I'm still learning how to live in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. I will get the discless version, and I yeah. won't care. If and I, and then I'll use my PS4 as the DVD player, mm-hmm. and then when if the PS5 Pro or whatever half step we get comes out, and there's two versions of that, maybe I'll get the disc yeah. version, um, so I can experience that. But the the fact of the matter is, I don't have a 4K TV. I don't have uh, stuff like that. So while I will have, so I'm already sacrificing some things. I don't I don't mind yeah. so much. Uh, to do that um, now the, the now the real problem will be is if they still allow game sharing the way they do because if they for some reason pull out that from between you and me then there's that so, I mean uh, does it really prevent me from buying digital but it definitely changes my perception of it because I'll like I'll spend more money if we can both play it like I just did with um, Call of Duty or something mm-hmm. like that um, than buying it from a second retailer. Also, because I do enjoy helping developers, except I don't really care about helping Activision. Like, yeah. Anyway, all, all that to say, it, it's really about where I am in the world at the time it comes out and how much it's yeah. going to cost. Um, if, if it's not a significant price difference and I have the extra dollars to spend on the ps the, the disc version then maybe i will yeah uh, what it can't be but, is they can't yeah. do it a half way like like uh the sad edition uh the xbox sad edition yeah <clears throat> like it, it's got to well, be a real was, value you uh proposition you know when they announced that when you, you could get xbox uh one s's just normally uh, during like black friday for two hundred dollars and normally, like, for, you can get them for like yeah. two fifty, and then for them to come out with the sad edition and be like, well, it's one seventy eight or something like that, and like one fifty would have been a real the real hit, like that's where you wanted to hit. What, but like one seventy five, one seventy. But one fifty is also the same price as that hand crank mini console, right? Was supposed to Even a hundred dollars. If if, so if, like... if Xbox really wanted to be like, you know what, we can do this, one hundred dollars, you can have an Xbox One, no disc, but you can. But look at all if this stuff. If they had an stuff. Xbox One for a hundred dollars, I would have already bought it. I think that, that Sony has got to do the same thing with disc, and they they're st- they they've said they still have more to show. We haven't seen anything about their so- PlayStation now, or what that's going to turn into, and their Gaikai uh, their services uh, thing. So they could step up their game as far as what PlayStation Now, PlayStation Plus is doing, and make needing a disc less important moving forward increasing the value pop proposition of getting that cheaper version and trading up from your PS4 standard especially the standards that's so that's the ones they're really hoping to get is the people who have never upgraded from PS4 to PS4 Pro to upgrade to at least the PS5 discless and so it's got to be a real $100 difference not like a 50 or you know, sixty dollar difference. It's got to be at least a hundred dollars. The other point I was going to make with mine, and I kind of lost it, was that 
uh, I'm assuming this is how it's going to be, but this is the case as if it's not, which is um, like the sad edition of the Xbox. It's it's not only that it's discless, but there's also significant like power differences to the Xbox. Um, so the PS5 discless edition plus the PS5, they have to carry at least the same amount of things. It's got to have the same terabytes. It's got to have the same information entering. The difference just has to be the disk drive and yeah. the power. I mean, honestly, if, if 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 because they took out the disk, they added a terabyte or something like that. This is not going to happen. But like, let's say it's supposed to be two terabytes. It at least has to have the same internal structure, with the exception of the disk. Yeah. To make it worse. But if if it's not 4K and it's not, which I know it's not going to be, but I'm just saying, if it's not 4K and it's not as much memory, then it doesn't yeah. become worth it. It has to be because they're the same. You just don't have a disc because you're not living in Minnesota. And, and if they do that and, and don't and, have good internet, uh, Xbox comes out with the same thing. They have got the two different consoles, but we know from uh, we, we understand from rumors that the Lockhart, uh, the cheaper edition, is supposed to be weaker than the Xbox Series mm-hmm. X, and that it's going to be <clears throat> like six teraflops versus twelve. It's supposed to be in between the Xbox One X and the Xbox Series X, somewhere in between there. So, but if it's not as strong as the Xbox Series X, and Sony's is as strong as the PS5, and they fall on the same price point, Sony's going to win out on that value proposition. Now, uh, I do want to wrap this up a little bit, but we have a couple more things we wanted to talk about but first i i told you what my thoughts on the prices were going to be but i don't think you necessarily said how much you thought they were going to be do you agree with what mine no, were or I did, did you have a different uh, i said uh, i lean more towards the 450 to 550 range oh okay great i might just get that part out then yeah. um okay let's talk about what we didn't see um we did not see god of war not are you all. surprised Cory Barlog is sitting, um, drinking mojitos, not doing anything. Though I feel like I did hear recently on Twitter that he was, he was, maybe he was just fooling us, but he was like, pay attention to PS5 and didn't necessarily do anything with that. Well, um, again, we haven't, we haven't seen the end of these PS5 streams. They said this is the first of things to come. So there's more to talk about. I, I, I still don't think we're going to see God of War. He, he's... I think he would be a lot quieter on Twitter, honestly, if uh, that was going on. But he was active. He also could not yeah. be the creative director. He could have stepped back to be a, a store. It just yeah. sounds so weird. Well, to be, to be fair, um, I not related, but I also thought it was weird that all seven Harry Potters weren't directed by the same person. But then I realized that all the aliens weren't directed by the same people, so. That just happens, but I just feel like because God, the new God of War is such an identity, has such an identity with Corey Barlog, it just makes sense. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, we didn't see first-person shooter from Ensom or Gorilla. So we didn't. Well, I was gonna say I was about to say we didn't see a first-person shooter at all, but we did. We saw one from uh, um, Bethesda, but we didn't well, see. We saw a first-person shooter. Uh, first-party first-person shooter. We saw. I mean. That's what was Death yeah, Loop uh, yeah, was, okay. was the first person shooter. 
Um, but we didn't see a tactical sure, sure. realism. And, of course, I don't know. I, I mean, they're not my favorite genre of game, but I think it would have been cool to see one. Um, I'm still holding out hope that we do see a Resistance remake at some point, even though I have no. Yeah, I, I would like to see it come back because like I want. Be cool. I, I would like to get into uh, Resistance, even even if it's just a remastered, and that's uh, that could be why they didn't put it here because they started off with a remaster, kind of with GTA Five, and if you can partner with Rockstar, you mm. partner with Rockstar. So um, yeah. that was their that was their old game. They wanted to get out there, and so. Now the rest of the streams they can do whatever they want, and we're all we're we're, we're yeah. I, I don't think anybody would complain about saying, oh well, Insomniac's also doing remasters. Now that being said, between having Spider-Man Morales, My, Miles Morales, and Ratchet and Clank coming out, I don't think we'll see Resistance. They don't really have the uh, yeah. That, that, that's I still that's think we point. could see, uh, uh, the other one. Um, Gorilla. Final Fantasy. Oh, Gorilla. Oh, um, Killzone. Killzone. I think we could could see a Killzone or even a new first person shooter from them if they wanted to create a new universe. But I I think because I know there's more than one team over there, uh, we could still see something from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Square did not reveal a new Final Fantasy game. But I have, I'm hard pressed to say that they don't have one up their sleeves, regardless of whether or not it's Final Fantasy VII two, or if it's. Well, Final I'm Fantasy pretty 16. confident that Final Fantasy VII two is not happening for a long time. I mean, how long is a long time for you though? Is it a year? Based on some of the years? recent interviews that can have come out after Final Fantasy VII remake, they have no idea what they're doing. <laughs> That's fair. Um, I expect we'll. This is a long shot guess, but I expect by 2022 we will at least know when the next game is coming out. If it's not 2022, N- uh, yeah, I would expect like 24 before we see the game release. Mm. Okay. Um, we obviously haven't seen price points or release dates. We didn't really, we didn't really expect that. to see those already... today. Honestly, didn't expect yeah. to see the console you... today. So. Yeah. Now, I know you, you've said your price point. Do you have a guess as to when we'll hear it? I said that we'll know by August 1st for everything. Do you think that's true? Do you think it's going to be later than that? I feel like it can't be much later than August 1st. I, I don't know how late it could be because they've got to get pre-orders going, and retailers have got to be able to put these things mm-hmm. up on websites for people to pre-order, especially because you can't go the, – there's still going to be – there's still the pandemic going on. There's still going to be people not wanting to go to the stores. They've got to give people access to – uh, get these things ordered ahead of time, uh, so they can. I will order directly from PlayStation if I have to. Right. Like, I don't care. So, like, um, also if I can avoid giving Amazon money, I will. But that's. Yeah. Uh, so. I think it can't. I, I think you're probably right. August. We, we have to know something by August. August. Um, August is like second to last month of summer. I mean, winter is right on the. Hor- I mean, fall is right on the horizon, and fall goes like that, especially because school is coming back. If schools come back, like um, all of those things are into effect. So, uh, it's, I think especially because no one really has any money right now, we have to have more time to be able to make these pre-orders. Um, 
<laughs> and just to prepare for that. If this I is would the say end of July, of beginning of August, that we would hear release date, price point. We might get a series of streams uh, throughout the rest of uh, maybe one at the end of June, uh, one in the middle of July, and then maybe a blog. Maybe the last one, they would be like, all right, here's release date, price point. We're ready to commit to this date. Get your pre-orders in, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I think you couldn't go too much um, past the beginning of go August. Ahead. So, yeah. Um, we kind of already talked about this, but so let's just kind of summarize how this compares to what Xbox is doing right now. So, we know for sure. I mean, the things we know for certain are. We know of two consoles that PlayStation is releasing. We only know of one that uh-huh. Xbox is. But we do know more about the services that Xbox is providing than what PlayStation yeah. is uh, at this point in time. So we know about uh, the smart delivery. I know that's just a fancy term for just easy backwards compatibility, but at least we know that that's something they're actively trying to do. Yeah. And we know that Mark Cerny has talked about how 100 of the PS4 games are going to be on the PS5. Like, um, and yeah. I know I'm just summarizing like the the, the talking points. Um, so we know there's both are going to have backwards compatibility in some form. We don't know how how um, abundant and how strong it's going to be, but we know it's going to be there. Um, I do think it's honestly, I do think it was very smart for Sony to announce their small smaller edition before Xbox did. So now, any of those, I mean. If the conversation is, well, Xbox 360 had it, but now PS4 has it. If PS4 wants to continue to have it, they already, like, those people who are worried about the price point can worry a little less because they know that there's a cheaper right. edition for them. Um, I think an interesting point is the form factor. The, the, we know that the Xbox Series X is just a rectangle that can sit upright or it can sit on its side. We know that the PS5 can sit on its side, but based off of the way it's designed, it definitely looks like it's supposed to be standing mm-hmm. up straight. Um, like, that's the intent. That's the way they wanted to show it off. Whereas the PS4 Pro, I mean, you can set it up on its side, but it just doesn't look right. It looks best yeah. lying down. I don't think that's going to be a, I don't think that's going to be a um, deterrent by any means for anyone who's interested in purchasing the console. But it also, but like, with something you said, you prefer yours horizontal, whereas... I don't really have desk space for another console yeah. to begin with. So well, really see, there. Uh, there, uh, there's not too many, like, uh, like my entertainment center won't hold uh, a uh, PS4 standing up. So it's got to be sitting sideways. Of course, right now it's not in the entertainment center based on my uh, current location. But um, I, I just know that that's a reality for a lot of people, that uh, it's just uh, physical space mm-hmm. isn't, yeah. isn't always a... Luxury. Yeah. Now, one thing you'll see in our thumbnail that we use for this video is there's a lot of other devices mm-hmm. that are shown, like a headset or a remote. Well, hang on. You, you, try, you started asking me a question, and then you 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 went down a path. You were asking me how I felt Sony was messaging. Sony was doing compared to Microsoft. How I felt. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to deter that from you. I, I guess that what I was really just saying, like, so this is what we know about. So I stated what we know about Xbox and what we know about PlayStation. I guess 
So yes, so to serve it up to you, now that we kind of have more of an idea of whose horse is in what race, how how do you look at the whole? Situation? Well, I think um, obviously I think both consoles are going to be very comparable. Um, you know, if you like Xbox, sticking with Xbox is probably not going to hurt you any. And if you're coming into this completely uh, unbiased as far as do you want a Sony, do you want uh, Microsoft, I think it's going to come down to what services Sony is going to come up with. Uh, because, other than just flat out the games, because Sony's first party at the moment is just trouncing what Microsoft is doing. Mm-hmm. But ser- services-wise, yeah. if I if I don't care about third-person single-player narrative stories, then looking at Xbox would be very enticing, especially with my experience with uh, using Game Pass on PC. Like, if I don't have if I don't have a PC like you, you if you don't have a PC that could run Game Pass, then and you have an option between a PS5 and a PS4, they're the same price or a PS5 and a Xbox Series X and they're the same price but with Xbox Series X I can get Game Pass and all these games extra on top of it mm-hmm. all the first party games included like that's going to be a really hard sell to get me to go to PlayStation if they if they don't come up yeah. with a service that's as good because the power levels are going to be so close that it's really going to be negligible um and um, Sony's going to have to really push why theirs is going to be better if they don't have a service that it, even if, if if PS Now doesn't come become a little bit more uh, Game Pass. Yeah. I think that's a very good point. One thing I didn't really think about at all is just like at, at the end of the day it does like you said come down to what's most accessible to you at the moment um like so for yeah. me i i have a pc that um, can pretty much run most of what game pass has so i don't have any particular draw to getting a series x or the lockhart because i can uh play it on my pc but if i don't have that then xbox looks a little bit more appealing because of all those games that are on there. I mean, Slay the Spire is incredible, now, if, and everyone should play. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's say, let, let's just say, I doubt this is going to be what happens, but let's just say, um, discless PS5 comes out at 400. Like, let's just use my, my, head, my head right now. So, Discless PS5 comes at 400. PS5 comes out at 500. Let's say Xbox Series X comes out 500, but the Lockhart version comes out at 300. I don't think that's going to be the disparity about it. The thing is, I don't know which is going to be more expensive. Um, or if they're going to be the exact same price, and then you just got to decide which one you want to. I feel like Lockhart is going to be less expensive than whatever the discless PS5 version is. Because of what you said about how the um, Lockhart is supposed to be less yeah. powerful. 
I mean, we don't know exactly what Lockhart's going to be. Because they haven't announced it. They haven't given us any details. The only things we know are from rumors, speculation, and leaks. Um, right. So, um, my problem with them doing a Lockhart at 300 is that is less expensive than the retail price of an Xbox Series, uh, Xbox One X. Yes. Is it? I think you can get one you, for two hundred dollars. The right? MSRP for an Xbox, the retail price of an Xbox Series X, or uh, One X, is about three forty nine. You can you can routinely get them for less, and I'm going to double check that just to make sure I'm not spreading falsehoods. But uh, no falsehoods. Yeah, uh, three forty nine uh, at Walmart. Three twenty nine. Uh, let's let's go to the website. Uh. They have an Xbox One X bundle on the uh, Xbox.com for uh, $299, cut down from $399. So, uh, bringing that down to $300 sounds really weird when you have an Xbox One X so close to that price. For the same price. I could see them dropping the Xbox One X another fifty dollars or a hundred dollars to a one ninety nine or two forty nine and then bringing the Xbox Lockhart to the three ninety nine. Yeah. Well because the the big thing is is that because they're trying to make all of their consoles ubiquitous with their software, it they don't want to completely phase out the PS sorry the Xbox um, One X. One X. Unless they do. Um whereas with and I mean, unless they do, uh, I mean, they do want people to buy their new console, but because they want you to buy their software on whatever mm-hmm. you got, like, um, I just feel like with PlayStation's model right now, they're looking for people not to necessarily toss out the PS4s, but to like leave them as D- D- DVD players like us and then pick up their PS5s. Anyway, there's, there's a lot more we're going to learn about. I mean, we have a whole summer of gaming TM um, <laughs> that is going to be um, revealing us more. Yeah. So I can't believe this. Th- this is such a weird year to have a new console, but it's also exciting because at least we get to be here for it and we get to see it and stuff like that. So, uh, but I think that's I, our I show. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the press conference. Please <laughs> let us know what you feel. If you think we're completely stupid, or if you think we are. Yeah. Please share sh- share uh, your thoughts you about to, the conference. Yeah. You know, what games you were most excited about uh do you like the two-tone uh ps5 uh do you are you going to get the disc are you going to get no discs let us know what you think absolutely of course if you want to at us directly i am at speak nicholas and i am at jaws 1015 you can tweet to the uh main account at uh where gaming underscore as well as going to like weekly you can email us there and go to the website 
which is never updated, but it's there. You can still get to us from there. So, uh, wearyourgaming.com. Um, and otherwise, uh, thanks, Nick, for hanging out with me. We've been at this for hours now. Um, and Yeah, it's been a long night. Until we uh, do, fun. I guess, the news, uh, Wargaming News, uh, say goodbye, Nick. Bye, Nick.